to have something for you. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, so this morning we're going to go over, in fact, uh, it's one of those interesting things because Rich had sent me a, uh, a, a text message and he was like, hey, I'm sick. I, you know, can't, would you be able to uh, teach on Sunday? And of course, I'm right away. Yes. And then I was like, oh, my gosh, I've got so much going on. So I tried to and I'm just got to confess this. I tried to weasel out and get John to, uh, to do it. But I gave him back door to you. I said, but if if not. I'd be more than glad to come teach. So, uh, you know, then I, because uh, I am just, you know, obviously I don't know Greek and Latin and uh, I am a simple man. And uh, so I, I'm all topical what's going on in my life. And uh, I'm like, gosh, I can't teach on being busy. Um, so I just, I said a prayer and, uh, and then uh, I said, God, you just have to show me what, what, what it is you want me to teach on. And so through my daughter uh, came today and uh, uh, next slide, please. It's uh, comforting those who are, in, who are suffering. You know, I, how many of you can just look into yourself and go, oh yeah, I love doing that. I'm great at it. I mean, show of hands. I mean, if you're, is anyone killing it there where you're just like, somebody's hurting and you want to be right there to comfort them? You want to, yeah, right, exactly. You want to comfort from afar, right? Uh, it, it's, uh, um, uh, it, you know, we're going to go through this process, but, I, you know, I remember, in fact, I just told a guy this the other day because his, his mom and his dad are going through two different issues, but I was like, hey, you got you to gotta show up. You got to be part of what's going on with them. You know, I said, that, that is so important. And uh, so, he, I, you know, he kind of listened to me. And then I, <clears throat> I went back in later and I said, hey, I, I'm telling you this because probably 25 years ago, my grandmother was dying and my mom came to me and she said, uh, she's like, hey, can you come out to the, um, what are those called? Uh, it's in assisted living, you know, because they just called and they said, you know, that my grandmother was dying. And I was like, there, I was, I told my mom, I remember, I was like, no way, I want nothing to do with it. And so my mom's like, okay, well, uh, she's going to bring a tape recorder with her. So I volunteered Anne Marie because we were dating back then. And, you know, looking back on it, this is what I was telling my friend. I, I was like, man, I, uh, it, it's like, uh, um, you know, I was so self-centered and so immature uh, as a Christian that I could not even see how, how important it was for my grandmother, much less my mom, you know, to have strength. And the irony in, in the story is, you know, I was fairly fresh out of the Marine Corps. So, you know, I had a warrior's heart, but I didn't understand because, you know, I, I, I wasn't serving God the way I should be. And so as a Christian soldier, I, you know, I was out of touch with the fact that God calls us to comfort those who need comforting. So, uh, you know, the dynamics is, is uh, as a Christian soldier, our lives change completely and emotional pain, you know, now becomes real to us. And, and we have, you know, God calls us to be able to enter into other people's pain. So that's what I'm going to talk about today. And uh, 
Next slide. Uh, you know, I'm, we're going to just look at a couple scriptures, and then I'm going to go through uh, a, a deal here, kind of based off uh, Job's uh, um, history, what went on with Job. This is this is Paul. Paul says, "Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion, and the God of all comfort, who comforts us in our troubles, so that we can comfort those in any trouble." with the comfort we ourselves have received from God. And so, you know, we're called, all of us are called to be that person that's willing to step into somebody else's pain. And, and, and I know that the problem is, is most of us, uh, probably all of us don't like to sit in that pain. We don't like our own pain, right? Much less somebody else's pain. But God says, hey, man, I've comforted you in your times, in your valleys, you know, uh, and so now I need you to comfort those uh, who are suffering. And, you know, obviously, obviously, if you look around, there is a lot of pain, there is a lot of suffering in this world, you know, this, this is a dark, painful world, you know, and God's word says that the rain falls on the righteous and the wicked. So we are going to suffer. Next slide, please. So Jesus, uh, Jesus this is kind of a summation of, of, uh, of Matthew uh, there. We're, you know, we're called to be the light, right? We're called to be the light so that, you know, and, and uh, do good works so that our Father in heaven is glorified. So God is glorified when we do uh, things like this. I I have a cousin who is a, um, he's a hospice pastor. And I remember when he told me that, this has been like 15 years ago, we we're talking, I was like, I'm a hospice pastor. And even 15 years ago, I was like, oh gosh, I'm like, you know, I'm like, that must be a terrible, right? And it was so funny because he's like, no, I love it. And I'm like, what do you love about being around in a room full of people grieving while a guy's dying? And he's like, man, that you want to talk about a place where people's ears are open? You know, he goes, it is such a beautiful place. And he says, I have witnessed uh, to so many, uh, not only to the person that's dying, but the family members, because that's when our ears are open. I mean, you guys have all been to a funeral. And uh, when, you know, uh, what is it? It's in Ecclesiastes where... Uh, Solomon says, you know, we're, we're geared in our minds and hearts for immortality, but we're mortal. And, and so we just keep thinking, you know, that, you know, that we all know you can say uh, in your mind, yeah, I know someday I'll take my last breath, but you're like, but that's way down the road, you know, and then you look in the mirror and the big Afro has gone and the lamb chop sideburns are gone and you can't see. In fact, this morning, I thought maybe I should bring glasses, just not there yet. But it's, it's that path, right? And so as a hospice, as a hospice pastor, he's able to be a light. So we're called, we're called to comfort those that are, that are uh, suffering, and we're called to be a light. Next slide, please. And, and so I'm going to go through kind of like a process, and I just took this right from, uh, from Job, and uh, the, the first part of this still is be willing to show up, be willing to, to, to come and be present in somebody else's suffering. Um, 
you know, <clears throat> been probably five years ago, I get a text message from a, a friend and these are construction friends. And he sends me a text message and he says, Hey, he's like, Tom's wife had a stroke. And uh, he's like, uh, they're down at the hospital. You need to, you need to get over there. And I remember when I got the text, I thought, why do I need to get over there? You get over there. And, uh, um, but I sat on it, you know, a few minutes thinking about it. And I thought, no, no, I, I need to go. I need to go over there. And it's interesting because last night I was talking to Anne-Marie about it because I can't remember Anne-Marie being with me, but I remember her presence. Does that make sense? And, uh, um, and that's something we're going to talk about a few slides down. But uh, I remember pulling into the, the parking lot of the hospital and then <clears throat> texting him and saying, hey, uh, uh, do you want me to, you know, do you want me to come up? And he texts back, yes, please. And in that moment, I'm like, man, I am so ill-equipped to, to step into this deal with this, this guy and his, his wife. And uh, I just remember praying and going, okay, Lord, uh, okay, because I don't want to be here. I, and I didn't, I'm just being truthful. I, you know, I, I was thinking of what I could do. Uh, it, you just feel helpless. I just had prayer. Lord, help me. So uh, we go up and I think um, as we're, as the elevator opens, we hear something. Um, yeah, code blue. And uh, so we get into the room and, and I guess they had just removed uh, all the apparatuses to keep her alive. And uh, I walked in and the family was gathered around her. And I just remember, I need to pray. I need to pray over her and I need to pray over this family. And uh, so I just prayed and uh, sat down with uh, my friend. And uh, I think it was probably five or 10 minutes and she, she passed. And, uh, um, you know, I, I'll, I didn't bring anything but God's love into that moment. Because I, I, I had nothing. I, in of myself, I wouldn't have been there. I would have texted my friend back and said, I don't want anything to do with it. But it's natural in ourselves to not want to be part of suffering. You know what I'm saying? And we serve Jesus Christ, who, I mean, if you read, and I was going to print that thing out, but all the ways he suffered you know, all the way to the cross to set us free. So we have the ability to enter into somebody else's suffering, but not in of ourselves. Got to be prayed up. So the first thing is, is, is showing up. Uh, we, have, we have our own natural aversion to suffering, much less entering into somebody else's suffering. We are called by God to comfort those who are suffering. So we must push through all the reasons we have told ourselves that we can't be present with someone else who's suffering. Next slide, please. And, and if, if we just, like right now, I was thinking about this. This says right here, people's presence is, a lot, is the most precious gift they can give us, right? In a time of suffering, that is a, is a precious gift, a, a person's time to sit with you in your suffering. And we just prayed and walked out of here right now, and that's all. So all you guys took from this teaching is just like, hey, I, I'll be present. I'll show up. I'll be present in somebody's life. Uh, it, 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 uh, it's invaluable. And, you know, probably 20 years later, uh, it was like a Thursday. My, uh, <clears throat> my uh, middle daughter, uh, Brianna, said, hey, and, and now my mom's dying. 
she says, uh, we need to go up there and we need to, uh, we need to see uh, my mom, <clears throat> excuse me, her name is Claudia. And I said, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll go up there. It's like on a Thursday and we were going to go up on a Friday. So we get up there, the hospice nurse had just given her a shot of, I think, morphine. And uh, she came to, and she was, she was lucid. And uh, we go into her room, and she asked me, she's like, hey, pray, pray. your eyes are sad, Anne, you're going to make me. <laughs> she says, hey, hey, will you pray for me? So I, I pray for uh, my mom, and, uh, <clears throat> and then my two little girls sing praise and worship music. And, uh, okay, <clears throat> let me get through this emotion. And, and so uh, we leave, and I think it was that next, uh, that next day my mom dies. But uh, the point of it is, is the fact that I was willing to show up, that we got to be willing to show up. And uh, because that is where God can do great things through a humble heart. Next slide, please. Pray for wisdom before coming alongside someone during the early stages or after an accident or incident. You should always pray. Ask the Lord for the wisdom and, and to give you the sensitivity and compassion. Ask him to share compassion with you so that you can uh, appropriately help others. And this is uh, years ago. Uh, um, I would use, if somebody was hurting, I would try to use humor to get them out of their situation, which, you know, uh, doesn't go too far for somebody who's, who's uh, suffering. It might alleviate uh, uh, something in the moment, but it doesn't, it doesn't help. And we got to, in, in those situations, we have to lean into God. We have to, I think of the Old Testament scripture, trust in the Lord God with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. Don't lean on your humor. Don't lean on, uh, you know, uh, distractions, uh, but show up, pray. Next slide, please. Speak little. This is the hard one, right? Speak little. It was when Job's friends started to speak that the encouragement began to unravel. They did not know how to understand Job's suffering just as we often don't know what God is doing in a person's suffering. We can't take the place of God to understand his purpose in their pain, but we can encourage them to seek God to understand what he is doing in their life. Don't, you know, this is one of the things, don't try to speak for God. You know, <laughs> our mind is not his mind. So, and you don't have to. That's the thing that's, that's great about just showing up is you don't have to speak for God. You, you, you know, your job is just to show up. Uh, um, Job's friends showed up and uh, they gathered around him, you, you know, and just their presence uh, was enough. Um, you, you know, uh, uh, speak little, you, you know, have you guys, um, when you look at a situation like that, have you guys ever experienced being in a situation with somebody suffering where, when you said something and then as it came out of your mouth, you thought, why did I say that? You know, uh, phrases like uh, it could be worse, which which it could be. I mean, and this is a thing. You can say things that are that are truthful and and maybe past the suffering that individual could hear it and could grab it. But in the midst of it, you know, you're better off just not to speak. Next slide, please. 
Be willing just to listen. In light of speaking too much, what we can do instead is listen. A listening ear is often, uh, often what will minister to a hurting person the most, knowing that someone cares enough to hear about the heartaches and the struggles in their life is an enormous source of encouragement. We should want God's work to be accomplished in their suffering. So listen, it, it's, like, it's like you have to resist the fix because I think all of us, and maybe more predominantly men, we want to fix. I mean, take a minute to think about when your wife is wanting to talk to you about a situation. And uh, as, as a man, we want to fix, right? And over period of time you learn to just say hey is this something i just need to listen to or do i need to get my fix it hat on right listen when somebody's in pain when somebody's suffering just listen to them next slide please so if you have to speak this is kind of like a. uh if you feel like you need to speak i mean for me personally i'm like if you if you can just sit and be with them, unless God puts something on your heart. If you have to say something, then you can say, I'm sorry. I, you know, I really uh, can't imagine what you're going through because we really can't, you know, uh, even, you know, you guys know my past years ago, I went through the cancer deal. Um, and I get a lot of people that, that text me and, and uh, um, are on the Facebook. And so I talk with them. I don't, I don't know exactly what they're going through. I've gone through similar, similar stuff. So I try not to get too wordy. Um, I do get a little encouraged, like I can get over overly encouraging, if that makes sense. But generally, you know, just like with my friend and his wife, I can't even imagine. I cannot even imagine what, what, what was going through his mind and heart in that situation. Job's friends showed up, and when they saw their friend Job, they wept. They saw the condition he was in, and they wept. And then they sat with him, and they sat seven days. They just sat with their friend. They didn't say anything. Next slide, please. Be conscious of sounding pious or speaking for God. And we, we touched a little bit on uh, the other. Uh, unless God is pushing you to say something, don't speak. And I know it's hard because we want, we want, especially, and, and, and I'll take this from a friend or somebody you know, or even somebody you don't know, to your own, to your own kids. You know, when you, when you have kids and they're in pain, what, is a, what does a parent want to do? Fix it. We are fixers, man, when it comes to our kids. We're trying to get the vitamins, trying to get the doctor, trying to get, um, trying to fix it. And, and, and really the reality of it is, is we just need to sit with our kids. And now, obviously, there's some things we can do uh, to help them. But, you know, it's being able to, to, to say to yourself, I, I don't know, uh, it's a saying, I, I like to say to myself, uh, I don't know what my future holds, but I know God holds my future. You know, and I know God loves my kids like he loves me. And then being able to, in that situation, not stop, uh, not stop or try to intervene into the suffering that your kid has going on. But there's a balance in it. 
you know it's not you know you don't want to go to the other side where you're like throwing your kid on a bicycle and letting them run down a hill you know it's like well god will teach him about that accident you know there's some balance <clears throat> next slide please oh i switched that so uh uh i i love this um this quote here the friend who can be silent with us in a moment of despair or confusion, who can stay with us in an hour of grief or bereavement, who can tolerate nothing, not healing, not caring, that is a friend who cares. And that's really, you know, right out of God's word. We're called to enter into other people's suffering. We're called to be the light. So if you... Uh, um, if you get in a situation where where you have somebody who you love or even you know i think about a lot of times you know we can enter into somebody it's really easy or i won't say easy but easier to enter into somebody who we know uh into their pain into their suffering but there's people that that uh, we don't even know you know that you're going to see that you're going to have opportunities uh to minister to to witness to Next slide. All right, so uh, you know you've been called to comfort those who are suffering, and you know that you are the light. Christ says you are the light and that your works will glorify God in heaven. So when, when, you, when you see this in your life, when you see this in somebody's life, first thing you got to do is show up. You got to be willing to show up and be present. Don't lean on your own understanding, as God's word says. Don't lean into what you know about people suffering. Trust in the Lord God, and he'll make your time there straight. Pray for wisdom. Try to limit speaking. Does anyone have a, uh, been in these situations where, it's, where you really felt like you needed to speak or you wanted to speak because, of, because you're uncomfortable? Is it just me? Yeah hard just to sit and be quiet in 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 the midst of somebody's suffering if you have to speak i'm sorry i cannot even imagine the pain that you're in and of course you know we don't want to use it and i i don't think i've ever used it but i know this is such a true and that's the problem is we want to pull things from the bible all things are formed for good for those who are suffering, you know, uh, for those who are called uh, 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 to God, you know, according to his grace. And it's, that is a true scripture. But in the midst of somebody suffering, they don't want to hear that. Later on, they'll be able to connect to it. Like my friend, uh, later on, after that situation, uh, I saw an enormous change in his life. He got into church. He's active in a church. Um, you know, uh, what can look like uh, a devastating situation God can use, you know, as Pastor Rich, I can't remember what the teaching was on, maybe you guys do, but situations like this, when you're sitting with somebody who's suffering, it can either make them better or bitter, you know what I'm saying? You've seen it probably in your life, where somebody has gone through something hard, and it's made them stronger, it's made them stronger in their faith made them stronger in their walk and you can see more of the light of christ in their lives 
and you know other people that have gone through similar situations and now they're they're distant from god and they're bitter next slide please bam that's the that's the end you know i'm telling you i prayed this morning as i was coming over here i said this stuff is this is heavy stuff and uh uh, I don't want to get up there and cry, and uh, uh, and I know years back there used to be an older gentleman in our church who would get up here and he would teach and then he would cry, and I would think, come on, quit crying, you know, teach the word, and then I'm like, oh, maybe I curse myself, you know, <laughs> but it, it is the reality. You get in touch with your emotions, you know. That's what did Job's friends, man? They looked at Job and they just wept. You know, they're like, man, I can't believe my friend, you know, and that's, that is uh, when you can, when you can grab a hold of your emotions, like I guarantee you, Joe probably really appreciated that his friends had compassion and empathy for him, you know, and, and as the story said, you know, goes through, they showed up, they sat with him, they wept, they sat with him, and then it's when we start speaking, and we decide we're going to speak for God. All right, well, I'm going to, Leave you on that heavy note. You guys can go out there and, and uh, there's plenty of suffering in this old world of ours. And, uh, but the message of Jesus Christ uh, is it conquers all pain, all suffering. We know someday when we close our eyes, you know, like my grandmother, I'll probably have to hear her talk about uh, what a weasel I was for not showing up. My mom will give me the high five, but uh, that's part of, of being a Christian and being a light. You'll pray with me. Father God, Lord, uh, Lord, we do thank you and praise you for your grace and mercy in our lives. And Father, I know you've equipped every one of us in here to sit and, and, uh, and comfort those that are suffering, Father. And uh, this world is full of suffering. This world is full of pain. And uh, uh, Lord, you have overcome it with Jesus Christ, and we are the light. Father, help us go out this week and be a light in our community and to those around us. And, and uh, Lord, we just praise you and thank you for saving us out of this old dark world. And uh, we lift this parish up in Jesus' name. Amen.